Chapter 25 Winter lasted many long months in the high mountain kingdom of Jor. A final winter storm hit one night in the time when it was supposed to be early spring. Lily stretched restlessly. Her lower back ached, and her breasts felt full, painful, and sensitive to the touch. Though it was early, she knew that her time had come. Lily asked Umber to gather the clothes and blankets, oils and the medicines they prepared. Umber boiled some water in the fireplace of Lily's tower bedchamber. Lily paced the floor, leaning heavily on Umber's arm, knowing that walking often helped speed up the labor. Her healing powers would not work on herself, but she sensed that the child inside her was anxious to come out. Lily labored through the night, while down in the great hall Lorne paced and barked at anyone who came too close to him. Sorel held a silent vigil with him. The next day her labor continued, slowly progressing. Umber came down occasionally to quickly report on Lily's condition. Then she vanished up the stairs again. Other women came and went from the room, including Umber's mother, Odette, who had ample experience with births. As the pale veil of evening began to fall on the next day, Odette came slowly down the stairs to address the waiting men. My lord, she spoke gravely to Lorne, the princess's labor is not progressing. We don't know what is wrong except that the baby is very large. I'm afraid my lady has very little strength left. Lorne had heard enough. He bolted toward the stairs, taking them two at a time. He burst into the room and went straight to Lily's side. Lily smiled weakly at him. I'm sorry, my love. I, our son... She began to weep quietly. Lorne took her hand. Lily, look at me. Lily could barely turn her head, but did as he asked, tears sliding down her cheeks. You need strength. Take mine. I can give you what you need. Take it. Lily's eyes grew wide as she realized what he wanted her to do. No, I could kill you, she whispered desperately into the silent room. Lily, I can't lose you, he gripped her hand and urged. Take it. Lily could barely shake her head back and forth, but her body and her power took over her will. Lorne held her hand to his cheek, and she could feel the power withdrawing energy from his body. It felt different from when she had taken the life force from the King of Skoga. This was like a heady drink, and part of her mind realized it was Lorne's unique demon strength. She pulled at his vitality, and he did not attempt to stop her. Her body seemed to relax, and her face flushed with energy. Very soon there was a gush between her legs as her water broke. She cut off the flow of energy from Lorne, releasing him, and glowed with new health and energy. Umber and Odette looked at each other with awe and elation, and then rushed forward to help Lily. Odette checked between her legs and gasped with relief. The labor progressed very swiftly after that. Finally, I see his head, Odette exclaimed. Lily took a deep breath and pushed and pushed. Lorne held her hand and watched as his son was born. Outside, the winter sky cleared, 
and stars sparkled coldly above a full moon. Lorne's son gave a healthy wail, and Lily wept tears of joy. Odette and Umber cleaned the baby, wrapped him in a soft blanket, and handed him to his father. Lorne looked at the beautiful boy, whose skin was white and slightly pearly like his mother's. His head was bald but for a sprinkling of snowy white down. Lorne stared in amazement at the tiny perfect face and pink mouth that made an O-shape and smacked. He couldn't help himself. He turned his back to the women, gently peeled open the blanket, and counted ten fingers and ten tiny toes, and he looked at the perfect tiny body of his son. Bracing himself, he turned the boy over, and the baby made no objections to being thus examined. There on the boy's tiny back, in delicate silvery lines, appearing as if drawn by an artist's hand, was the picture of tiny wings. <laughs>